0: And we are live. Dan, thanks so much for joining me today, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, dude. Thanks for having me. No worries at all. Would you like to introduce yourself to the listeners?
1: Not particularly, no.
0: Hell yeah. I'm fine with it.
1: <laughs> uh, Dan Smotz. The System is Down. I make the videos and stuff and do that podcast and a bunch of other things. And The System is TV is where you can find most of them. So,
0: Right on easy enough so let's jump back into what we were just about to talk about which was did Jeffrey Epstein kill himself
1: yeah and it's like is it even a question anymore like <laughs> it it's kind of a beautiful thing because I like we were talking about the Jeffrey Epstein stuff while it was still a crazy conspiracy theory and the, the island and all that I mean it mm. wasn't that well of a kept secret but you were called called a crazy conspiracy theorist for digging into it and then when it became mainstream knowledge it's still odd to me that That people think that like, you know, Pizzagate and stuff like that is just this outlandish conspiracy stuff. When we had literal pedophile island got the guy, he allegedly killed himself and Ghislaine Maxwell is a a victim now. Like, it's so obvious in broad daylight what is what happened. And uh, like the fact that we had that happen. And no matter who you talk to, conspiracy people, left wing, right wing, doesn't matter. Nobody thinks that Jeffrey Epstein killed himself, like honestly. And it's it's kind of amazing because like they don't take it any deeper than that to be like, oh, maybe th-, like the fact that he didn't kill himself and that he obviously was uh was swacked, as John McPhee would say. Um the fact that he didn't, and everybody knows that should it has a lot of implications to it, and and uh the fact that uh Ghislaine Maxwell. Um, like she gets like 20 years and they act like she's uh, a pity party and we should feel bad for her and everybody on Epstein's list. Like, we don't need to talk about those. He didn't have any clients. He was just selling children to nobody. It's like, I don't know. Shit's fallen apart and it's kind of beautiful to watch.
0: Yeah, that was one of the most blatant conspiracies just in your face that I've ever seen or come across like the cognitive dissonance to think that this man was Committed suicide and that just like Maxwell is not guilty, and then they never released a client list is utterly absurd. And then you start digging into just like Maxwell, it's like this lady's family is straight up Mossad, straight up Israeli yeah. intelligence, like heavily, heavily connected. Her sisters are all involved with the WEF, all these major financial corporations, all these yeah. massive state powers. And who is it oh man i can't his name is escaping me but a really high-ranking official in the united states government basically being like we can't touch jeffrey epstein because he belongs to intelligence like right. all of that right there is just blatant factual evidence in my eyes that this is a straight-up intelligence operation that they were honeypotting dudes in, getting blackmail and just utterly utterly corrupt and then none of these guys on the client list ever got named just right. like Maxwell got tried for uh, sex trafficking with zero clients. So it's like, right. who was she giving these women to? It definitely mm-hmm. wasn't Bill Gates who went there like 22 times. It definitely wasn't Bill Clinton who went there like 24 times. It's funny uh, that- It's wild.
1: That, like you bring up the Mossad ties because they'll like say, well, Jeffrey Epstein, he had ties to Mossad allegedly and uh, they'll leave it at that. And then they'll be like, well, Ghislaine Maxwell was like, she was tied up in this and she got caught up with, with a bad dude or whatever. Like she's the, the victim here. It's like, who do you think his ties were? Like she yeah. was the tie. It was her family. She was the tie. Yeah. Like directly. And uh yeah, have you like there's this new interview that came out with her? Um, hey, did you see any of that? I don't think so. Yeah, it's all text, it's not video, so I don't know what to trust and what not no, to, obviously. I read but um, it's like she's saying she like throws prince andrew under the bus basically because prince andrew has said oh i had i I didn't know her whatever we weren't really friends and she's like i don't know why you would say that i understand that he has to come out and protect his image and everything but uh you know we're really good friends and i understand that he he has to you know separate himself from me like like very it's it's really creepy the way it's worded because it's almost like it was scripted out to throw certain people under the bus and you can kind of feel the the sleaziness to it because um, she's it's just like it's, this is an evil woman and they're they act like she's not um, she sold children. She sold yeah. children <laughs> like come on um, and uh, to, to be raped to be clear and um, they act like she's uh, like even in the courtroom th- there was like the courtroom um artist or whatever sketching sketch artist, and they had like this cutesy little uh, article about how she felt like she was becoming friends which is like it's like what the fuck are you people talking about is it just because she's a woman does is that what gets her uh off the hook in this I, I don't think it is i think it's that uh she's the last uh person who could say something and th- that hasn't mysteriously killed themselves and uh they think it would be too obvious if she mysteriously killed herself at this point. But in this article, she also talks about uh, Bill, how she was really good friends with Bill Clinton. And she understands that she doesn't like uh, that. He doesn't wouldn't want to associate anymore, but they were good friends. She says the same about Donald Trump too. So it's like, like hitting all sides. It's like, is this uh, like somebody who's, who was told not to talk, who's kind of going rogue and throwing people under the bus on her way out. Cause she knows she's not going to make it that far anyway. Or is it's like, I don't know, some sort of spin propaganda that they put out to make you, I I, I don't know, I can't entirely wrap my brain around it because it's, it's not just, I mean, usually these things are either uh, people screaming, um, you know, Bill Clinton was on that plane and this person, that person, and then the other side screaming, well, Donald Trump too. And it's like, yes, okay, they're all elitist pedophiles. Fine. Sure. Whatever. And this like Ghislaine Maxwell is the only person that doesn't seem to have a political agenda in this, which is odd.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And she's the one that is like we were saying the deepest ties to intelligence yeah it's strange to me that uh donald trump is entirely overlooked in a lot of this stuff especially by r- the right because i feel like the jeffrey epstein stuff was super huge on the right side of the aisle um as far as like normal people go not necessarily it politicians was. and stuff It was for everybody and, uh, except for trump <laughs> like yeah except for trump, donald a trump got a pass Yeah. Donald Trump got a pass. I was like, everyone else we're going after Lex Wexner. We're going after, but Donald Trump I was like, give him a little pass. Uh, And I mean, it makes me kind of, he said some things and it's like, it makes (laughs) me question his ties to Israel as well. It's like the, the connections to Israel blow my mind because it's hard to get past the Zionism and people's just outright, fear of anti-semitism it's like listen we're not talking about jewish people we're talking about israel as a state it's like the point put forward that israel is our greatest ally is an outright lie there's a military.com article that anyone can go look up and it outright says that israel has sold military secrets to china And this is a military.com article. It's not political whatsoever. This is a established fact. So that should tell you everything you need to know in and of itself. It's like, this is our greatest ally, but they're selling military secrets to our greatest enemy or one of our greatest enemies, allegedly. So that always baffles me that anytime I feel like Israel is implicated or brought up, it's always just like completely shut under the table. Yeah, why do you hate Jews?
1: Because you said USS Liberty like yeah well th- they bombed us so mm-hmm. I-, I mean allies right our greatest yeah. allies I-, I don't know our greatest I mean, allies. i don't know i i'm not like super knowledgeable on the stuff but it's uh yeah like the conflation of like race religion and political ideology all within the Zion, like if you bring up Zionism at all, it's you don't like a race of people, you don't like a certain religion, like you're a bigot in these terrible ways against a a very oppressed people. Like, how many of the people in positions of power in Israel are religiously Jewish? Like they seem pretty like pretty white atheists to me for yep. the most part. Um, yeah. it, it's very it's very odd that uh, it it gets a pass just because of certain things that have happened in history and um yeah it's certainly worth questioning at least it's especially certainly worth questioning at least especially if they're like you know bombing the shit out of people and you know
0: yeah we're involved in it. a lot of covert <laughs> operations all over the world that negatively affect america yep yeah definitely part of the greater psyop against the american people uh so this will lead us into one of the things i want to talk about who is edward Bernays?
1: Edward Bernays is the king, god, emperor of propaganda.
0: Hell yeah. And he's American.
1: (laughs) Correct. Yes. He's who all the Nazis learned from. I I don't know if that's the smoothest segue into this conversation, but
0: yes. (laughs) (laughs) Straight from Israel to the Nazis. Yes. That's crazy that the Nazis adopted propaganda from the United States and then just led one of the most egregious campaigns in the history of mankind but then it just well, makes I, you question
1: yeah it's like there's something to be learned from people who do evil things and the methods that they use to do evil like the mm-hmm. methods themselves aren't necessarily evil like propaganda yes. in and of itself is not evil uh it's what you're it's a tool to yes. manipulate people for good or for bad and if you choose to use it for good and manipulate people cuz just telling people things doesn't work like any any advertisement that you see on tv any like it's all stemmed from edward bernays propaganda stuff um and then yes the not it will people will say well he's who the nazis learned from it's like yeah okay so he learned how to sell a good product sometimes he used it for bad too but he wasn't like you know selling his secrets to the nazis
0: yeah he wasn't out there leading them on the war path like hey this is what you gotta do next but I think it's interesting. At least interesting to my understanding. Property, just yeah.
1: just to be clear, I, I haven't done a super deep dive on the guy. Yeah. I, I've got some books that I'm reading very slowly. But uh, if somebody knows that, like, if he did, like, in, intentionally sell secrets, so be it. I don't care. Whatever.
0: Yeah. Now, all my listeners already know that I'm a dumbass. They know to take everything I say <laughs> with a grain of salt. So <laughs> Mine too. Mine too. But, yeah, that's fascinating. And then... You look at the history of propaganda in the U.S. and it's really hard for me to take everything that I've learned now and not look at America as the most propagandized people on Earth with yeah. a negative spin on it. Like, especially when you start looking at the CIA operations, like 50, 60, 70s MK Ultra, um, Operation Mockingbird, MH Chaos, stuff like that. Like all these massive brainwashing operations that the CIA was conducting that they just Magically stop doing out of the goodness of their heart it's yep. it's very baffling
1: what but you're then it just goes... you're telling me the people of this country don't like it when we <laughs> t- psychologically torture them and brainwash them do like experiment with them on forced psychedelics um like it like that came as a surprise to them, and so they shut it down like <laughs> they they, they yep. didn't realize that the people wouldn't have liked that before, otherwise they never would have done it at all because they care about you,
0: Yep yeah it's also wild how many of our greatest enemies like the greatest terrorists um or threats to society say like charles manson um ted kaczynski like these dudes directly came out of these operations like charles manson was part of I lost you. oh you got me yes cool um Yeah, looking at Charles Manson connections to the Haight-Ashbury Clinic in San Francisco, where they were running these dosing operations out of with high-level CIA officials. Ted Kaczynski, the Unabomber, being part of the Harvard LSD experiments, where they basically just tortured him and broke his psyche. Uh, Osama bin Laden was a CIA asset before he was America's greatest terrorist. It's like all of these people, all these boogeymen and stuff like that are all ran at some point by our intelligence agencies. And then with the propaganda involved, it's just like, it makes me curious how much of our national threat and existential threat is just completely manufactured by these people. I
1: feel like it's, I feel like we have threats and I feel like they're probably completely different than the threats that we're told to be afraid of. Like, I feel like there's probably some shit going on out there that uh, is even beyond, uh our ability to process it um like i mean just today nasa announced that they're they're now now they're gonna start looking into like ufos and things like they just announced that they have this new project that's going to start paying attention to unidentified flying objects like it's 2022 motherfucker like you guys had a space force last year how come it took you this long to start looking at ufos like this stuff used to be conspiracy of course now that they're talking about it i'm just like like, I believed in aliens more before the, the government started saying, oh, there might be aliens. Now I'm like, there's, even if there are aliens, I don't try, when it happens and you tell me it's happening, I'm not going to believe you because you're full of shit, always. And, uh, you know, I'm, my conspiracy brain goes down trails to, um, like I, I've been saying for a long time, I wouldn't surprise me if, like, if you get into, like, the Nephilim Giants theories and stuff like that and some of the biblical things. um. Like there there are people who think that there are still giants or beings out in our current plane of existence today. And uh the government's gonna wheel them back out, say, hey, the aliens have landed. Now you guys must everyone around the entire world has to bow down and you know, w- we have to all come together in this global economy and work towards uh appeasing these giants because they're our new masters and you have to listen to them. Like, I know that's that's absolutely crazy. Um, I I it's the most entertaining version of the world to me so I enjoy uh going there but um that's I I think that that's entirely possible but um with this alien stuff I do think like even if it's not giants or something crazy like that um it like all they would have to do is like wheel out new technology and say aliens are invading you guys need to all you know do as we say now like we shut down an entire country for a respiratory virus that was so deadly you had to take a test to find out if you had it. You you didn't know if you had it almost ever. And uh, sometimes the tests failed and sometimes they, they went like, like we shut down a pandemic or we shut down everything for that little nothing that that was. How much worse is it going to be like with climate change, uh, which they're wheeling out now? Climate change is a global issue. It's a global problem. And uh, it's not just grandma that's going to die this time. It's everybody in the entire human race is going to die if we don't fix climate change. So you better lock down. You better not drive around. California's working on it. Um, and then wheel out, you know, next level. Just bring out one big new military spacecraft and say, "You guys must. Uh, you got. You guys got to do what we say now. Otherwise, uh, this alien's going to get you." Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah and it's, it's also, wild to
1: see it's also a russian spacecraft or something i'm sure
0: <laughs> it's an old nazi relic right little did we know that they were getting all of their technology from interdimensional beings that they were doing occult rituals to make contact I mean, with
1: down in the hollow earth yeah
0: like <laughs> yeah it. down in the hollow earth <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it's wild the uh the religion that is statism like yeah it's Utterly insane to see people have convictions and so many different things, whether it be like religion or spirituality, different political theories, communism, socialism, but capitalism. But at the root of all of that is just pure statism, like a pure willingness to just completely subjugate yourself to the whims of these bureaucrats and unelected politicians and massive multinational corporations that are actually pulling the strings on everything. Um,
1: It's like everybody is suffering from imposter syndrome where they know that if shit hits the fan, they know that uh, it's going to be real bad and it will, it will be real bad, but it's like everybody who isn't gearing up for that or isn't at least mentally to some degree, mentally preparing for that. Everybody like your common person is just like, well, uh, you know, um, I, I don't like the state or government's too big. I mean, some of them, some of them are like way past that. Cause they bailed at the last at during COVID they hardcore bailed most of them. But, uh, even the people that are left, it's like, well, we will, we'll, we won't wear the mask unless it's really uncomfortable for us to not wear the mask and then we'll wear the mask. Okay. Vaccines. I know quite a few, uh, people who submitted to that and it sucks. It like, more power to you um, for taking, being willing to roll the dice and take the risk because to try and keep your job. It would suck to, uh, you know, lose your job and all. But I don't know, like it's imposter syndrome because like everybody's just kind of like shit's going real bad, and we're gonna pretend like it's not going real bad because we know that if it goes real bad, we're not as as prepared as we think we are, or as we want to pretend we are.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I've been traveling around the US for like the past five or six months or so. um, And I've met a lot of people who are pretty hardcore leftists. And even some of them were like, yeah, we're fucked. Like, if this really (laughs) devolves into a civil war, like, we are absolutely fucked. And I was like, yeah, that's what we've been saying forever. Like, not even that I want the right to just go out and decimate the left. Like, that's not what I want in any way, shape, or form. We should not have conflict at all. But it's like what is the the logical conclusion of where this has all been leading us it's like to sit back and just not acknowledge that for so long is Mm -hmm. baffling to me and now that it's here like you're saying yeah people are just like well i'm just going to ignore this because i i can't do anything about it you know um but i agree yeah like you should be buying water you should be buying food guns and ammunition like take advantage of your 2A rights while you can, because they're probably not going to be here for too much longer if we continue to devolve into the totalitarian state that we are in right now.
1: Yeah. I made a few purchases recently that I lost in a tragic boating accident, but uh, right after Biden gave his last speech, or I don't know, one of his recent speeches said something about guns and taking guns away, I was like, well, time to go shopping (laughs) um, not not even assembled uh doesn't matter i'm like it it doesn't matter what i bought these for in the future it's funny because when i bought them they had this questionnaire that's like uh and uh what are you buying these for like that was one of their questions Mm -hmm. i like i hadn't been asked that because i've purchased them before or whatever but when he asked me i was like because i want what do you mean <laughs> like yeah he was like i just have to ask it and have to write down the first thing you say I was like mm, motherfuckers uh, yep. like i have so yeah. many jokes so many jokes that i can't say to you right now because I'll, <laughs> I'll get put even harder on a list but yeah shit's getting crazy <laughs> and uh if you think that they're not you know pushing i don't know there are still people pretending like they're not coming to take the guns and th- they might yeah. not i hope they don't but uh they want to. All that matters yeah. is that they really want to, and they're they're not being yep. subtle about it.
0: Yeah, and if they don't, all these massive corporations that are using ESG and falling in all the woke agendas and stuff like that—they are like Visa wanting to track all gun purchases. Um, right. You look at PayPal wanting to charge people twenty five hundred dollars for misinformation, what they deem to be misinformation. It's like, even if it's not directly coming from the state, it's coming from all the other institu- institutions of power as well. Um, so it might not be directly Joe Biden saying, we're going to take your guns, but it might be Visa or MasterCard saying, well, as a company, we do not want to be affiliated with guns. So now you can no longer use our banking system to purchase firearms and stuff like that. And that could be a way that they really shut down the system hard.
1: Yeah. My, my favorite thing about that PayPal Situation was that uh, they were, they it leaked or they they accidentally leaked that uh, they were going to take like twenty five hundred dollars from you if you spread misinformation or disinformation. And then the next day, after everybody was all pissed off about it, they came out and said that statement that we made was factually inaccurate. And therefore, um, (laughs) it is like just the level of uh, like ludicrousness uh, to say that you're we're going to take steal money from you if you lie if we catch you lying we're going to steal money from you just kidding we're not going to do that that was a lie like <laughs> it's so so ridiculous
0: it's baffling it's just so blatant now i mean they tried to completely institute a ministry of truth like right. straight up george orwell in the flesh they were like yeah it's a ministry of misinformation <laughs> wait what (laughs) what (laughs) and then they were like no we shut it down and it's like you think they shut that down absolutely not that thing's been around forever they just were like well we might make it public and see how the people feel about it
1: well sure but there is something to take away from that it kind of ties back to the propaganda and stuff like these people can be swayed um Mm -hmm. at least they can at least be stalled they might not be swayed from their agenda but um they they're constantly testing the water to see if it's still too hot to get in and we in some ways lots of people keep saying it's still too hot you motherfucker fuck off and um that's really the best that we can do sometimes and um as far as like what people can do to combat this it's really just telling people what's going on in the world because most people don't know and they they either don't know at all because they're just ill-informed or they're intentionally not wanting to know because they don't want to to grapple with the fact that reality is going to shit. Um, if you, like, be the guy, be that guy, be annoying about it, post about it, talk about it, um, because that is the propaganda that it, it might not, uh, you know, save us from complete annihilation, but it might push it back a couple of years i'm not sure if that's the the white pill i was meaning for it to be but uh you are the power i think that's what i meant to say that's it
0: yeah (laughs) yeah i agree i mean the longer that you can draw it out before utter collapse i think that i lean more towards that than accelerationism because i think that if we accelerate towards the logical conclusion of this like it's horrible i mean millions and millions of people will die but i was like if you can prolong it enough to where you can continue to wake people up at least you'll have bastions of freedom that can come together Mm -hmm. and i think you're seeing that i mean like i was i was in the military um i was in the military during covid and it really woke me up to the realities of the world and then that's when i started like really pursuing the truth um like i'd always kind of been into conspiracy theories and stuff like that but more like Lizard people and shit like stuff that's just fun, yeah. it's outlandish. I have a good time, and then I started getting like real conspiracies like 9 11, JFK, all the propaganda operations like all this shit that's really like Jeffrey Epstein, all these pedophile rings and stuff. Uh, the finders, um, who were also a pedophile ring that was operating out of DC that had massive, massive connections to the CIA and to Washington DC, into these politicians, um, that like really broke the mold of reality for me. And over the last few years, seeing the amount of people that have also woken up, like, say, for example, for Tim Pool, like, do I agree with Tim Pool on everything? Absolutely not. But like you look at the massive audience he has, and it's crazy that he was able to do what he's done in such a short amount of time. But then you look at the people that I found to be speaking the most truth, which was the guys involved in like the Mises, Mises caucus, like Dave Smith, Tom Woods, like all these dudes just dropping real hard knowledge on everything that was going on in the world and seeing them go from like 40, 50,000 followers, to like 100,000 followers in you know a year, two years, um, it's really it promising. In, keep
1: rubbing it in. That I'm, I'm, just, I'm just sitting here with my little audience. <laughs> just kidding.
0: I mean, you're no, way more good. successful than I am.
1: Gotta start somewhere. But
0: you're doing cool ass shit. Dude, the Jeremy Kaufman uh, War is Gay ad. Brilliant. Fucking Is that the latest one? What was the latest one? Probably not. War,
1: War is Retarded just came out yesterday.
0: Okay. Alright. I'm gonna have to look that up. I'm gonna have to look that up. <laughs> We're going yeah. towards ableism. They want to let that one dude run for senator that has to have a computer to have conversations <laughs> with people. Baffling. John Our president Fetterman. has dementia. Yeah, John Fetterman. It's like, what are we doing right now? Ableism is not a real thing when it comes to geopolitics. You want this dude who can't have a conversation to sit down with Vladimir Putin? No, thank you. No, thank you. I do I mean, not. Maybe, maybe I don't want pass. that. I don't know.
1: Fetterman for president, twenty twenty four. Um, I mean that that is a. Uh... Very collapsitarian mindset, but um, yeah. And as far as the you know the collapse thing, I, I feel like you know it's coming down in one way or another. Empires only last so long. We could like split it up a bit to make the crash a little bit softer. Like if a building is fall or if a tree is about to fall, you start taking some branches off and moving them off to the side so that the whole thing doesn't uh, cause more damage than it has to. Um, like, uh, not. Uh, I was going to say, not that I want the country even to split up. I mean, status quo of the olden days were simpler, but I ju- it's mostly just because I wasn't paying attention. So I don't want to go back to that either, but it would be nice to get back to a little bit of normalcy. And I think the closest we're ever going to get to that is if we, uh, you know, have some sort of separation, be that, mm-hmm. you know, in a half or in thirds. I think it should be at least a three way. But um, yeah. Yeah. I, I think, uh, huh. Yeah. Like, for the, the whatever people who are trying to speed it up, what's it called people
0: accelerationism.
1: Accelerationism.
0: Yeah. I don't know if that's uh, the actual correct term for it, but
1: yeah. For that type of people, it's like, sure, I get that. Like, let's just rip the band-aid off, but at the same time, you're it's like ripping the band-aid off while everybody is at their most heated with each other. Like, why wouldn't mm-hmm. you try and uh make a little bit of peace? Uh, you know before the divorce or something like 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 two people are angry at each other and they're going to get a divorce it might be best for them to wait a week so that they're not like fighting it out in the courtroom maybe talk it out a little bit before um i don't know it, it's just it i don't know if that would work either because then you start feeling more complacent again if they're if things start settling down you're like ah maybe we can work this out and it mm-hmm. doesn't work out so uh, there, there's something to both. Um, yeah, maybe collapse is the only way because, uh, otherwise we're just going to keep going back and forth between hell and slightly lesser, terrible hell.
0: Yep. Yeah, absolutely. And both those hells are all ran by the same people. That's and they're like all pedophiles who
1: think... and murderers.
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah. need them to be yeah. lizard Straight people. Up. They're all, yeah.
1: they're all monsters already. I mean, that doesn't make yeah. mean they're not lizard people, but
0: you know. Yeah. The blood on these people's hands is absolutely insane but they just sanitized it especially with like drones and stuff like that people just are so normalized to mass violence and the killing of civilians it's like when we surrendered in afghanistan and they bombed like 12 children as they were leaving zero repercussions for anyone involved in those actions that is utterly insane absolutely insanity you look at all of our presidents should go to jail for war crimes. I mean, it's absurd. But then they just they want to run all these same people. The MIC and all the powers that be have all the money, just keep funneling in the money and prevent people from actually getting into the primary elections. And the system is just completely rigged. It's like we might disagree on transgender rights, but everyone agrees on war.
1: Right. Yeah, it's entirely class warfare. Um and they spin it into race war and gender war and this war and culture war that war whatever or political war all that stuff is complete and utter bullshit and it's uh just a divide and conquer tactic that's working incredibly like they're using the they're using edward bernay's uh methods they're propagandizing the shit out of us on a daily basis to keep us angry at each other but uh um yeah we we need to not be afraid to use propaganda in the reverse because it's the only way to wake some people up but uh, with you were talking about the drones and stuff, um, like doing this new Jeremy Kaufman video, I was digging through like some footage and stuff from the Ukraine war, things like that. And a lot of it is drones dropping bombs on people, like, and a lot of Ukrainians laughing about it, strangely enough, um, which I understand. Like, if they're being attacked, yeah, they're probably happy to uh, blow up their attacker. Um, but, uh, I don't know, there's just something about like, cause I'm like pulling clips from like Vietnam and like Afghanistan and just different wars along the years. And just to see the progression of the difference in footage, like you look at the old war footage and it's gritty, it feels more like, it feels like a war. It feels like something that you'd be terrified to be. And then you watch the current stuff and it's just like, yeah, there's bombs, but you don't see a whole lot of real destruction. It's just like drone flies in, swoops in, drops bomb, flies away. Um It's just very cold and very detached from what it is, and I have concern that it's as it gets more into this like video game warfare that we are currently in. um, Yeah, people just get even more cold to it than they already were, and they already didn't give a shit about people, uh, you know, brown folks in other countries that Barack Obama was blown up or or Bush or Trump or anybody. Like they they didn't care about it, but now that it's become more of a video game like mentality, it's just detaching entirely from the humanity of the hell of war
0: yep absolutely yeah absolutely I mean you look at World War One those dudes in the trenches like I mean literally having their superior officers point a gun at their back and tell them if they didn't storm out of the trench they were going to shoot them themselves like that is a brutal brutal existence getting gassed having to literally have knife fights in trenches to survive And then now it's a kid who grew up playing call of duty his whole life has no real sense of what it is to actually like take life from someone else and then goes and sits in a room in nevada and just drops fucking bombs on people and then you look at the civilian casualty rate for drones it's what nine out of ten is a civilian like it's baffling utterly baffling and people are just so much more accepting of it it's just so much more sanitized like they're not bringing home bodies of American citizens as often now. So people just kind of let it go and let it happen. Um, and then also just completely uneducated about it as well. Like, I feel like if you went to a normal person and were just like, hey, what countries did we invade in the Middle East? They'd be like, mm-hmm. oh, well, we were in Afghanistan, maybe Syria for a little bit, Iraq, maybe for a little bit. It's like, okay, did you know we invaded Iraq before we invaded Iraq in right. the 2000s? <laughs> it's like our concept of history is just so skewed absolutely skewed and then what we learn is probably mostly outright lies anyway you look at covid for example and it's like okay we can look and see the literal propaganda complex and all the information that we're being given it's like this is what's going to be written down in textbooks and then you look at our textbooks and it's just like how much of this is just outright propaganda or an outright lie um also a fun fact this is something i found super fascinating uh just like maxwell's father uh got really rich off of owning and operating book production book printing companies that were printing like science textbooks and history textbooks and stuff (laughs) like that and selling them to the us just a little another little coincidence there that i stumbled across as i was looking into them and i was like "Hmm, that's really interesting um that our history and science was given to us in text form by someone whose daughter was running a pedophile ring <laughs> right. and was also a massage spy. It's just, it's a lot of coincidence. It's a lot of coincidence. It's very interesting.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. I like, I get lost when I'm like trying to figure out what to talk about or how to talk about things on my show. There's like a part of me that's like, uh, once I've discussed a topic, it feels dumb for me to keep bringing up that topic because it's already been established. I mean, yeah. of course, that assumes that everybody listens to every single show, which I know nobody does except for maybe my mother. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, um, like. If I had said if I said something like watching Tim Poole, as I do uh, at times, he repeats the, the same things over and over and over again. And I I've complained about it. I've seen other people complain about it, but normal people are only going to watch one and they mm-hmm. probably aren't going to hear the thing. And it's like with all these things with like the Jeffrey Epstein thing, I'm like, Oh yeah, we did a, we did an episode on that. I don't need to talk about it, but it's like the stuff is, especially with it being so prevalent in the zeitgeist, I suppose today, uh, with it being the reality, like we have to just keep talking about these things over and over again. It gets, it gets annoying to keep talking about it almost. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like, to me uh when you see these different things that like the thing the different clues i suppose that you're talking about that all point in certain directions it's like uh how do normal people's brains not even care to you know it's not even a matter of like digging into it it's just take just the things that the news tells you and pay attention for like 2 weeks to the 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 progression of the stories mm-hmm. and the way they uh you know the way they spin things like Like most people, just don't give a crap. They they don't want to know that the media is lying to them. They don't realize that literally every single piece of like uh, of media in in mainstream culture is all saying the same thing, and it's all pointing in the same directions. It's all saying certain people are evil, certain people are good. These people can do no wrong. Those people can do no right. Like regardless of which side you're on, realizing that the entire thing is just straight up dividing you um is it's amazing to me that uh more people aren't waking up but in fairness COVID did wake up a lot of people and even things mm-hmm. like QAnon which I think is a psyop um but I do think that it uh it woke up a lot of boomers to at least accepting that the government doesn't love them like they used to believe it did
0: Mm-hmm. absolutely I also agree with you and I was psyop and whoever invented that uh, they deserve a raise because they're fiction telling <laughs> J.R. Tolkien level. Like, I mean, these people need to go write a fucking book and get out of psyop division because their, their ability to weave a story is it's more like L. Fantastic. Ron Hubbard level, like crazy, it's
1: more like L. Ron crazy. Hubbard level of, of, uh, of storytelling. Do you know who that is?
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, Scientology, Scientology founder. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like, Scientology is it, fucking it's... wild too. didn't just
1: it didn't just garner a large following it created this entire cult that you can't possibly question um like the QAnon thing became what it hates in my opinion because i was like into it to the extent like i was into exploring it and being like i mean at the beginning it was just like a national treasure in real life like here's some clues and i'm like yeah autistic enough that i'm like i just i want to know like what people are saying Mm -hmm. it's interesting doesn't mean i believe it doesn't matter Um, It's fascinating, and uh, you know, it (laughs) it wasn't even linked to any white supremacy or anything at the time. It was just like this, um, yeah, like this autistic dig for clues and things. And the goal was, or the the end game, is this idea that somebody could be elected to government who actually cares about the people, which is this crazy, outlandish idea that gets you labeled a terrorist in the future. Um, Spoiler alert, but. yeah, I even had a show on my channel where I had a friend of mine who's even more autistic than me who was digging into it. Just he had his little segment where he talked about the latest stuff coming from Q, and uh, I was like fascinated by it. I still didn't trust Trump, I trust him even less now, but um, uh, yeah, I got like kicked off of all these platforms and everything because we we had we did an episode on it on January 6th because we knew something was going to happen, but we didn't know what, and I had him on just to like I was over the queue stuff at that point entirely. And I was like, no, this is stupid. You're stupid. Like <laughs> grilling them on it. And, uh, that got me pulled off of Facebook, got my page, or it got my personal account and like 15 different business accounts, the show's account, um, our group, my wife's personal account, her like three or four business accounts, everything pulled off of Facebook just for that one conversation. And, uh, just because I had him on there to say Q is dumb, it got all that taken out. So in my mind, I'm like, if you guys are that fucking scared of this thing, I like I was I still am of the mindset that it's a, a psyop of some sort and that the whole thing was bullshit. But if if Facebook is so goddamn scared of this crazy little conspiracy theory, then I, I trust those people more than I do Facebook.
0: Yeah. Yeah, without a doubt i mean the idea that you're going to censor something and it's going to go away is just absurd It's like all you're doing is forcing people into deeper echo chambers and deeper corners of the Internet where they're not going to be able to even remotely access counterfactual evidence to what they think is true. And I think that that's exactly what happened to QAnon. They were rabbited into this little hole and then they just all got together, had no outside influence. And then you ended up with tunnels snaking under the entire U.S. where (laughs) they were just running children throughout the entire country. And uh yeah, it's wild. But yeah, I mean, straight up cult, like cult level religiosity. Those people and also, I mean, they were willing to me. storm.
1: It, it, it also wouldn't surprise me if there were tunnels running under the U.S. Uh, transporting children. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there, yeah. I mean, there might be. There's wild shit out there that we have no idea about. Um, I think that in my mindset now, I, I really got to this mindset after listening to Randall Carlson and Graham Hancock talk about Younger Dryas Theory. I don't know if you're familiar with that. Um yeah. So basically, they propose that like 12,400, 12,600 years ago, a comet impacted the Earth, ending the Ice Age and creating mass floods. And they think that the story of like Noah's Ark, these great flood parables and stuff like that, all originated from this. Um, And that there were ancient civilizations living on North America at the time that were wiped out when this ice sheet that was on North America just got utterly fucking destroyed. Um, And they found evidence of human beings on north america dating back potentially to a hundred thousand years ago and then they found sites in europe and the middle east and stuff like that specifically gobekli tepli that they can't explain whatsoever as far as the timeline goes and mainstream science just completely shuts them out but they have real legit hard evidence for all of this and they're real legit researchers like really really brilliant people um, for anyone listening, if you're interested in that, I'd go listen to what they have to say on Joe Rogan. He's had them on like three or four times. Um, and it's way easier than reading their books. They like go through everything step by step and have pictures and everything. And it's utterly fascinating. But what that taught me, the biggest lesson I pulled from that was not that what they were saying was historically accurate. It's that what we've been told is historically accurate is an outright lie. Yeah. So then that mindset just leads you down the rabbit hole and you're just like, there's really no telling what is true and what is not true. Like what we've been lied to about, especially with technology now and the advancement of like deep fakes and stuff, their ability to just completely generate conversations with a computer. It's like we could be watching Joe Biden give us a speech right now and he could be dead. Yeah. And we would never know.
1: It's true. And you don't even need I mean, as far as like the rewriting of history, you, you mentioned earlier, COVID's like, it, it's already happened. They already rewrote mm-hmm. history before our eyes in real yep. time. We watched it happen. Like, yep. they said that, like, they, they, they would make a statement and it would be clearly a lie if you dug into it at all. It, it mm-hmm. didn't matter. Like, there's nothing you can do about it. That's in the vast majority of people saw the headline and said, that's reality. All right, that's history. It was written. Now we're gonna move on and pretend like uh you know the next thing makes sense too like they they (laughs) like we've always talked about like history is written by the winners and like we we don't exactly know all the things that happened throughout history because you know they're stories passed down by generations of winners and it's like I, i don't know were we the winners in covid I don't think we were because uh the history so. was written pretty hardcore and um it still hasn't stopped. They're still doing it. Like Fauci's still coming out making speeches about uh how we need to get babies vaxxed and boosted so that we can uh we can all be safe from this thing that we're all looking around scratching our heads wondering where it is at this point. Um yeah, they're rewriting it currently and mm-hmm. they're it's like they can't keep up with three write anymore. It's like mm-hmm the lies have gotten so abundant and so overlapped that like they just have to lie (laughs) like there there's not even much of a spin anymore it's just lie move on say the opposite thing move on say that like it doesn't matter they know it doesn't matter because most people don't give a shit
0: yep and there's just no repercussions other than more government welfare it's like yep these pharmaceutical companies made a $100 billion during COVID and then just bought off all these politicians, bought off all the media, all of our advertising, like 70% of our advertisements were brought to us by big pharmaceutical companies, utter insanity. The uh, booster just got approved for kids, and the government was going to buy it, and then they quadrupled their price after that um contract got signed, and it's like shocking. just just – Making money hand over fist straight from the taxpayers' dollars. And it's like everyone sits there and bitches and moans. Like, I know so many people who are like, yeah, fuck COVID, fuck the vaccine, like fuck these big pharmaceutical companies and stuff. But it's like, until we start taking actions to keep our tax dollars out of the hands of this corrupt, corrupt institution, then it doesn't matter. They're not going to go away. We live under straight up fascism and have for a long time and all these people are in bed with each other so it's like you're fighting an uphill battle and on some level that's why I it it's irritating that people don't want to acknowledge what's going on but for someone who just like has all this dropped on their plate in at one time like I could see how it's just so utterly overwhelming and you're just like there's literally nothing I can do to even remotely fight back against the system
1: yeah no absolutely like the people who were the crazy conspiracy theorists of yesterday were just the people who were at least open-minded and kind of digging into different things. So when these things start coming, it's not as much of a like world shaking surprise. Um, and I feel like COVID also took a lot of people, like a lot of people went along with it to get along and just believed the, the paranoia. Um, just at at, sometimes out of the sake of convenience and then once they realize that they were wrong there's something about the ego that they can't quite you know even once they realize that they were completely stupid they've been psychologically like broken by living a lie and realizing that they've been gaslighted this whole time that they i feel like some people are just unwilling to it's like Stockholm syndrome or gaslighting or something uh to where they can't even acknowledge it acknowledge the thing that's right in front of them the the truth that is right in front of them like it might have been confusing before but uh, you so vehemently defended unfactual (laughs) unscientific uh paranoia and now you either have to except that you were a crazy person and kind of a an asshole to a lot of people or, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this. Uh, it's a lot of, a lot of, uh, what's it called? Psychological trauma shit baked yeah. into this. Like it, it's deeper than just lying. It's like breaking mm-hmm. people.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I definitely agree. I think it's really interesting. So like saying breaking people, I think that's really fascinating. If you look at, the collective psyche over the past 100 years especially with the completely unlawful wars that we've been in where they've sent men to fight and die in straight up wars of aggression and then expect them to come back and be functioning members of society and pass on positive masculine traits positive psychological energy and stuff like that and it's like no that's not what happened i think that it completely broke our culture uh especially like vietnam and then the wars in the middle east it's like i feel like that really just completely ruptured the psyche of the majority of our masculine population and it's just creating this massive rift in society where there's literal just collective trauma that we as a culture are going to have to get past or come to terms with or hopefully get retribution for against the people who subjugated us to that but until then i think that you're exactly right i think it's just breaking people down psychologically because even if you don't know what the truth is so many people know that what they know is false and it just creates this warped reality and yeah. just completely fucks their their psyche up <clears throat> um yeah and it's just sad it's sad man like i had mentors that were real savage motherfuckers like in the military i mean dudes who were the highest degree of warriors and you need that as a society and as a culture you need strong men like that and you need them to pass on their knowledge to the next generation so that we can defend ourselves but talking to them and them like some of them consciously knowing that what they did overseas was not righteous like i had conversations with them where they just straight up were like dude i can't function in normal society anymore because of what mm-hmm. this did to me and that shit's heartbreaking man it's it's so sad to see strong men broken for the whims of geopolitics right. and money and corruption and greed
1: yeah yeah and like <laughs> we just got out of afghanistan took us 20 years to get here um hundreds of thousands of lives lost on both sides and we left with um most of our equipment some of our people and uh you know the taliban took over right after like yeah. uh something yeah there's something about oh i like i went to war because i was roped into it thinking that uh if we get like Osama bin Laden is this evil scourge, and he's got these terrorists that are just going to keep flying their planes over here because they hate us for our freedom. Like that's the narrative. And if you go, you're a good guy because you're just trying to fight uh, those terrorists. It's just a war on terror. And then uh, we we got Osama bin Laden allegedly. Um, oh, we allegedly. dumped his body in the ocean and didn't show any pictures because it would be too unsavory for the internet. I'm pretty sure is their excuse, uh, which makes perfect sense to me. Um and yeah. Then after that, we just stayed and kept doing stuff and killing people. And like, just imagine the people who were brought up in that, who went over there with all the the um, brainwashed good intentions. And then to realize maybe they've been home for a long time. Maybe they've lost limbs and loved ones and uh, they've been home for, you know, 10 years and the war is still raging on. And then we finally get out of the war and you realize, oh shit, we literally got nothing. We lost everything on this war. And uh, for no reason, for no gain yep. at all to our country or to our people. Uh, it was a net loss all around. And um, mm-hmm. and Trump wouldn't have made that any better. Like, the war was still happening through Trump. Yep. He didn't bring us home, so uh, he doesn't get to have a, uh, you know, the dunk on Biden for doing it poorly, because you didn't do it at all, motherfucker. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I don't know. It's, uh, it's just... And then they they come home and they're treated like like shit, uh, by uh, you know, the system that they were that they signed up with all these glorious socialist dreams in. Um, you join the military, so you can get free healthcare and free uh, schooling and free this and that. And then you come home and you're depressed out of your mind because you killed people for some rich man's game. And then uh, you know, you're suicidal and nobody gives a shit because uh. Yep. Uh, that's how socialism works um yeah yeah the the worst health care that anybody has in our country uh, goes to them
0: yeah yeah that's why when i talk to people who have never like who are super like pro-socialism pro-communism and stuff i'm like look i've lived under socialized health care like being in the military and i can tell you that it's not that great not that our system is that great either but that's just because these fucking insurance companies are so greedy yeah. and heavily integrated with the government that they can enforce these fucked up regulations. But I was like, a free market healthcare system is definitely the best you are ever going to get. Cause once it becomes socialized, like people don't give a fuck. Once people are on salary, like they don't really care. Not that much, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, Osama bin Laden's an interesting one as well. Like I was saying earlier in the podcast, I was like, it's crazy that he was a CIA asset that they basically trained created the Mujahideen to fight Russia and then all of a sudden he just didn't have ties to his CIA handlers anymore a little suspicious also we could have captured Osama bin Laden and Tora Bora they literally had him trapped and the Delta Force and Ranger dudes that had him trapped there were literally given orders from the Pentagon to not capture him and they let him flee I think in a Pakistan at the time um and completely let him go And then all of a sudden, just magically, they decide to kill him. And what was it, 2011, 2012, and then didn't have his body? Like, I can tell you, (laughs) working with the dudes, like not the damn net guys, not the team six guys that killed him, but working with the team guys, the SEAL teams, that's not how shit goes. You're not about to fucking murder an HVT like that and then just dump his body off the side of a ship. There would be so many fucking red flags for that um so yeah i definitely I mean, think just Osama as a guy who's as somebody who doesn't know
1: anything about that process even like it doesn't take it just doesn't make a sense. smart person to be, be yeah. like why would you just throw it in the ocean even yeah. if you weren't going to put out release pictures why would you throw it in the ocean that makes absolutely yeah. no sense
0: yeah yeah there's paperwork for everything we do in society like and there's you think that they were just going to do that with that dude's body that was the greatest terrorist of the 21st century? Like, absolutely not. I think that dude's probably chilling in fucking Cuba or somewhere, just like hanging out, living the good life after he got his payout from the intelligence agencies. That's my own personal thoughts on it, but who fucking knows? That dude might have died 8, 10 years ago, and they just had body doubles filling in to continue stoking the fear. There's some
1: theories there, and there was a lot of pictures that looked like uh, oddly older and then suddenly younger People that, yep. uh, I mean, they all look alike, so it's hard to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. By them, I mean terrorists. I mean, yeah, that yeah. might be two races, too. I'm not sure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that shit's funny. But uh, yeah, you mentioned. Yeah, we all look um, alike. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say white people all look alike to people of other races as well. Like, I've been to Asian countries. And yeah, but that's just not true. White with a beard. They're oh. just like. <laughs> What's up?
1: The, the difference is that's not true. So, you know, <laughs> <I get it. laughs> no, you mentioned, uh, like when they come back, uh, or, or like it breaks the men down. Cause like they had this, uh, this manly nature to go do what they thought was a good thing. And then it psychologically breaks them. Cause they find out that they have blood all over their hands for something that wasn't a good thing. And then imagine they go they go through all that and see the, the war in Afghanistan come to a screeching failure. And then, Um, They're here not only where they have no sense of, you know, pride in anything that they've done, but also like manhood in general is just evil in every aspect. Um, If you are a man and you're not wearing a dress, then you're probably a piece of shit. Um, You're either a toxic man or you're uh, a crybaby, um, pussy, whatever, incel. Uh, There is no no good there and the best that you can possibly hope to achieve in your life is to you know sever ties with your manhood some might say and i don't like what not like we don't have to get too deeply into that type of stuff but just imagining like the guy who fought to save his the freedom and the country that he grew up in and that was all that he was all about and now to realize that the fighting meant nothing and also the country's kind of like lost its goddamn mind in some aspects Mm -hmm. is uh i wonder what that does to a guy
0: yeah yeah and just outright despises you for the most part i mean like the toxic masculinity is insane where that's gone to at this point and then also you start looking at other stuff as well like our food supply outright decreasing testosterone because of all of the gmos and all the soy and everything we eat all the sugar and everything we eat i mean the testosterone levels of general society are just absolutely plummeting because of our food supply and that's having a massive effect as well not only physiologically but psychologically i mean you need to have balanced hormones to operate and function as a rational human being. And it's like if you're a male and you have super low test and super high estrogen, or even if you're a girl and you just have massive skyrocketing estrogen from all these hormones in our food, like that fucks you up psychologically and it puts you at an imbalance and puts you in a mind state to where you're more susceptible to things like propaganda and mind control or irrational thinking or just outright zealotry. Um, and I like I'll I'll the men on the left, you know, get called soy boys and stuff like that. And it's funny, but there's a lot of truth to that as well. It's like, I mean, a lot of these dudes are super masculine and a lot of it is by design. And it's like maybe if you just hit the gym a little more or ate some red meat and stopped listening to Bill Gates tell you that you need to be eating crickets for right. the climate, um, you might be a little healthier, not only physiologically, but psychologically as well. You might come to a better place mentally it's like all that shit's real like the dopamine rush you get from finishing a hard workout or eating right like all that stuff ties into being a healthy human being and it's completely counterintuitive to what the mainstream is pushing on society right now
1: yeah and i won't pretend like i'm you know peak masculine energy over here um (laughs) because i'm like i'm like. I don't know. I, I feel like I was called a fag enough in my life that uh, I've earned the right to use it. But uh, like I was always the artistic guy, whatever, mm-hmm. growing up and still am. And that's fine because I made a career out of it. So whatever. Fuck you. Fuck you, Jux. And keep keep working those machines and serving Hell me coffee yeah. anyway. Um, <laughs> but uh, there is something like even from my perspective, like I always had, took issue with like, oh, if you aren't to like, Fixing cars and killing shit, then you're not a, a real man. Like that's mm-hmm. that is toxic masculinity, in my opinion. Yeah. Um. Because uh, that like that's ostracizing people. That like I don't have any problem with you fixing my car. I will happily pay you to fix my car. Um. So no no beef there. But uh the other way that isn't so much. It was never you know more. It was never socially acceptable. Um. And uh. But even now, like, as somebody who's not like watching football and kicking dogs or i don't know what you you folks do but um uh i even i know that there's like a testosterone issue and there's a masculinity issue and by masculinity i mean like the the wholesome masculine provider caretaker like will kill something not because he hates something but will kill something because he needs to provide for his family that thing that we had instilled in us as a society up until like five years ago or something and now it's just like all gone to shit um to where we it's like we don't want to reproduce as a species because we realize evolution evolutionally that um we have gone too far and it's time for us to end ourselves is what it seems like we're going towards because uh we don't push push healthy masculinity at all we we demonize anything masculine as being bad and then expect like um I, I don't know, to flourish as a species when you don't want procreation, because you don't get procreation very easily if you don't have the two elements that I'm sorry, it's biology. Um, I'm not a biologist. I'm not sure if I'm allowed to speak on this, but a man and a woman um, doing the things just naturally that that uh, species have been known to do to keep their species going we really seem to be against that and then coincidentally at the same time that we're pushing all these uh, chemicals and hormone imbalances and um bill gates is really all about uh, population control and uh you know just stuff that uh is very anti-human very against our species it's like is this a conspiracy against humanity? against I don't know, God's creation or something. I don't know. Or is it just us being so getting to the evolutionary point that we're so fucking stupid that we can't even keep ourselves alive because we're too scared of offending people?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know I couldn't agree more. I think that our traditional views of masculinity are very warped, especially in the West and in America itself. Like I think you were spot on talking about being a provider and being strong without being aggressive like they're positive masculine traits that are you cut out
1: for like oh for like 30 seconds
0: (laughs) oh my bad elon musk i have starlink uh i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to call elon up and be like yo young money musk i need better satellites out here what's up
1: (laughs) I, i just i just you you froze on like this like shocked expression so i was like are you speechless or uh like did i wow you that much
0: no no i was agreeing i was agreeing with you i was saying that i think you were spot on with uh our traditional views of masculinity being very warped in our society i was saying that i think that how you were talking about being a provider being strong without being aggressive like all of these traits that are positive masculine traits that need to resurface in the zeitgeist and be promoted in society is what we need we don't need hyper masculinity or hyper femininity we need the combination of both positive forms of that because that's what creates a whole human being and that's what creates a whole society everyone's masculine and everyone's feminine and to teach boys that they can only operate in their hyper masculine sense and girls can only operate in their hyper feminine sense um, or fill in these traditional roles is counterproductive to creating a society that is fully in tune with each other and with themselves, um, and I think that that's what that's what needs to be propagated out. Not we need yeah. boys in dresses or we need men to go fucking kill people. It's like no, we men we need men to be strong providers and also loving and empathetic and caring. And we need we need women, women to get back in the kitchen are...
1: and make us a sandwich <laughs> and make my babies. <laughs> <laughs> But, but really though like what the, the culture is pushing masculinity like the, it's pushing men towards being as effeminate as possible and it's pushing women to be as masculine as possible, mm-hmm. which is the opposite of what either of them are attracted to from the opposite sex. so it's pushing yep. us towards the opposite of procreation we might not all be gay, but we won't be attracted to each other so it won't really matter um like the 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 hardcore feminists, look like dudes <laughs> like um and you're not going to pass your ideology on if you're unwilling to find a, somebody to procreate with that's just that's science I think
0: yep yeah and a lot of them don't want to have kids like I've talked to a lot of women and a lot of them don't want children for whatever reason economics or cultural issues a lot of them don't want to have kids because of climate change like I've talked to a bunch of women and they were like no I don't want to have kids because I don't want to bring them into this world. And I also don't want to affect the climate any more than we have. And it's like, okay, I understand that. What if they could have
1: been the one to solve climate change?
0: Exactly, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, we that's not how you progress as a civilization. And then I hear a lot of times like, oh, I'll adopt i would like to see research on how many of them actually end up adopting i would say it's probably very few and far in between but then it's also like if you really think that you're such a good person like if you're so convinced that you are just morally righteous why would you not want to pass your genes on to the next generation or pass your ideology on to the next generation through your children like that just doesn't make a lot of sense to me it's like i think i'm a good person so i want to have kids and i want them to be a positive force on the world. And maybe they are the one who creates a technology that completely reverses climate change or allows us to control it. Like there's so many possibilities out there and to just be like, the world's going to die if we stop having children. just, right. it, it just doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. So morally
1: righteous, they wouldn't dare bring another child, another carbon monoxide or whatever, breathing child into this uh, uh, into this evil world. For the sake of the world, we're going to reduce the population by one. Well, you know what could reduce the population by two that you don't seem to be willing to do? Like, if you really believe that your child is going to be the difference between climate change or global warming, global cooling, whatever we're calling it this week. uh, If your child is that one individual person is making that big of a difference in not being here, then you should probably kill yourself. Just saying. I mean, by by your own standards, by your own standards, like. If you yeah. really mean what you what you're preaching, then that would be the noble and righteous thing to do. Obviously,
0: I agree. I've made that exact point to people. I've had conversations with people and I was like, the logical conclusion of what you're saying right now is that you should not be alive either. Or even when talking about abortion and stuff, they're like, they're like, well, this life is too hard to live. And it's like, OK, well, why you're are doing you it. still here then? <laughs> yeah, right. like nihilists and atheists that i talk to who are just like this is the worst place to be like we're living in hell it's like well why are you still here like and i'm not saying that to be an asshole like just had a general general curiosity like i just want to be like what allows you to wake up every day and not bite the bullet right. you know it's like obviously you find beauty in this world like if you didn't you would probably kill yourself. Like that's just a straight up fact, you know.
1: And everybody around you, it would be the righteous thing yep. to do. Mass genocide would be righteous. At yeah, that
0: point. yeah. In like five years, they're going to be supporting uh, school shooting massacres. They're <laughs> going to be just... like, "Fuck yeah, Johnny's out here fighting climate change, saving some trees, save, save a kid, save, save a in... tree, <laughs> <laughs> kill the kids, save a tree. We're out here fighting the carbon tax."
1: Oh, I've got I mean, it's... so many shirt ideas that I can't sell. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hell yeah. What's one of your favorite conspiracies if we haven't already touched on it?
1: Um, I love the moon landing, and I actually love Flat Earth as well.
0: Oh, okay. Nice. Do you think the, moon the moon landing is was... the one
1: that I'll go the most hardcore to bat on it being an absolute hoax, and the Flat Earth stuff is fascinating to me, and I hope it's true.
0: Oh, okay. I'm not too spun up on flat earth. Uh, This will be our last one. Uh, I just want to get your thoughts on one or the other, whichever one you just feel like ranting on, because I think both are fascinating. Oh,
1: Let's do, do you you believe the man has walked on the moon?
0: Mm, I do, but I don't think that what we've seen is real whatsoever. So you believe that we are lied to
1: about the moon? But we went there and we achieved it 50 years ago with the technology, a of fraction of what you have in your cell phone. And now, 52 years later, we no longer have the technology. We can't get Artemis off the ground. And NASA says the reason we haven't gone back is because we destroyed the technology and it's hard to rebuild it. back.
0: This is why I think this is because I think they <laughs> went there and I think that they found remnants of aliens or they made contact with aliens on the moon or they potentially know found theory. ruins know from human civilization. So <laughs> I think that that's just, that's my fun take on it. Uh, yeah. Do I think that we actually went? Probably not, but it's fun to think that we did, and we might've found something there that they were like, <laughs> that
1: is a fun one. And I like everybody I, I... Everybody goes to that. <laughs> like, I think that we went there and then we found people told us never to come back. It's like, well, we did go three times right in a row and then we never went back. Um, and the if you I mean, I don't know how deep you want to get into it, but if you dig into the stuff, like there's enough evidence for me to believe that we didn't have the technology to go there. It looks like the lunar landers literally cardboard duct taped together and there's pieces falling off of it and stuff, and we just like nailed it. Um, so like god's like the the most amazing thing that mankind has ever accomplished and then uh they came back and they were like miserable and you watch the interviews and they're just like i don't i don't remember if we saw stars were there stars i don't remember seeing stars like you didn't notice you didn't notice any stars you didn't think to look up you didn't think to look anywhere other than down um I feel like you would have seen stars or at least thought, hey, where are the stars and why can't we see the stars? Like there's so many things that don't add up. Um the Van Allen radiation belts, they say uh were are a big reason why we haven't gone back, but we went there then and they the astronauts can't seem to really account for how we navigated those at the time and we can't do it now. Um there's uh yeah, like in that interview where they're miserable, um they're just It's like their very first press conference and they look like they're lying. And um, then Buzz Aldrin goes off to be like a raging alcoholic and bitter old man. And then Neil Armstrong becomes a recluse and never talks to anybody again. Does like two interviews for the rest of his life or something. And the other guy, who cares? He stayed on the ship. So we don't trust him anyway. Um, I don't know. There's lots of things. Like, I'm just like, I'm open to, hey, maybe we went there and they told us not to go back. But there's so many things that don't add up to us being able to get there at all. And the fact, like, if we're trying so hard to do it now uh, and we were told not to go back, why would we ever bring it up again? So it's like, it's kind of like a lose-lose situation for them in my mind, because if they get back, I'm going to be like, I don't trust it. And if they don't get back I'm gonna be like, see, I told you. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I think the whole thing is a money pit. I think it was probably, uh, you know, they were in the space race against, uh, you know, Cold War era and all that. They needed a morale boost and stuff. They were in the space race against Russia and they wanted to. Maybe they wanted to bankrupt Russia or whatever. Uh, They faked it, said that they they got there. And then it does seem odd to me that we were in this space race where everybody's, like, trying to be the best, trying to be the most hardcore in space. And then as soon as we got there, everybody else said, yeah, we're done, pack it up, we're never going to go. Never. Like, we're the best country. We're the only country that's ever done it. We did it a handful of times, and we never did it again. And all the people that were also trying to do it just gave up right after we... We did it. Like the race has been won. We don't need to even try. No, there. Like if there was value in going there for to explore or like, uh, for like military purposes or whatever, they of course would have kept going. And they definitely China would have figured it out like, ten times over by now if it was possible. I don't think it's possible. I think it might be possible to send something to the moon, like, like, you know, uh, machinery and whatnot, rovers and things. Um. Like everybody always points to, oh, you can like shine a laser at this thing and it shines or something's like, okay, there's a sparkly spot on the moon. Great. Um, but uh, even if you can send a robot there, a robot might be able to get through the Van Allen radiation belts a little bit easier than a human. I'm just saying, I don't believe a human has ever walked on the moon. And I don't think it has to be an elaborate like cover up of alien life and this and that and all these crazy things. I just think that we couldn't do it. And Stanley Kubrick did a really good job in 2001, a space odyssey just a couple years before. And then, uh, you know, some things happened. JFK said that we were going to go by the end of 10 years. JFK died. And then uh, right at the end of the 10 years under the Nixon administration, which is known for being a very, you know, trustworthy administration, we went all the times under Nixon's administration. And then uh, we stopped doing it forever. And now we can't. And now they're predicting that Artemis that was supposed to launch or test launch a couple weeks ago and it keeps failing, they're predicting maybe 2030 we'll be able to get there something like that it's like our technology has not only gotten worse it's gotten substantially worse than it was in the 1960s so i don't know i just don't think that we can do it
0: yeah no i think you're totally because we're in a
1: dome on a flat earth i don't
0: know (laughs) oh okay i'm you speak my interest what makes you believe in flat earth what's what's the flat earth go-to theories here
1: uh, it's been so long you should bring jack casey on to talk about flat earth because he believes okay. it he's more into it He he's a good friend and uh he he has all the talk points more memorized than i do but i used to dig into it a lot more and i find it fascinating and i, I think it's a possibility but i don't stake my everything on it um yeah. um so a lot of it is like some people take it from like a spiritual perspective. Some people take it from a scientific perspective. But there's a lot of very smart people. Like the whole thing is panned as, oh, you believe that stupid thing? Well, I bet you're a flat earther too. Like it's the epitome of stupid. So is men walking on the moon as well. Like it's the go-to, one of the go-to things like, oh, I bet you believe man has not walked on the moon too. Like it's, it equals retarded. That's the way that the narrative has become for whether intentional or not. Maybe they're both just stupid. I don't know. But uh, the Flat Earth stuff has a very a, a lot of very smart people in it, I was surprised to find. A lot of people who uh, are much better at math and equations and scientific research and experimentation than I am, and um, mm-hmm. I've, I've done some digging. Um, a lot of it, you know, there's things, different tests of, like, altitudes and um, uh, a lot of, like, most of it is just like the, uh, the distance that you're able to see. If you do the calculations, it's infinitely farther. If you use the technology that we have today, uh, the zooming uh, capabilities of just like small Nikon camcorders can go like 200 times out. And they, uh, if you find a flat enough surface on this very round earth that we are on, um, you, can, you can see infinitely farther than you should be able to. And uh, it doesn't add up. And there's things with like, same with like boats disappearing over the horizon that used to be like you just you know that boats disappear over the horizon because that's how the earth works but then if you take one of those camcorders and zoom in on the boat it reemerges and it shows the bottom of it as well it's not just seeing it clearer it's coming back up so it's like when it dips below the horizon it's like your perspective is just out of sight um i don't i'm probably not explaining it the best but there's a lot of things to that as well to where i'm just like even if you don't believe it, just writing it off as retarded because that's what Neil deGrasse Tyson told you to say, the Hollywood actor that is the, 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 the end all of science now, him and Bill mm. Nye, the science guy who was literally a comedian actor uh, in yeah. a sketch show. Um, yeah, it's like we just accept what we're told. And uh, if it goes outside of the mainstream narrative, it is. Not only incorrect, it is you are dumb if you even ask the question. And I just don't accept that answer, especially from people that uh, have proven to be very untrustworthy in the past. So, um, yeah, I have lots of friends who have dug into it uh, on. And, uh, you know, it's fascinating. I would encourage people, you know, do your own research, as cliche as yeah. it is. And don't do it on YouTube. You used to be able to. Like used to YouTube used to, uh, if you were watching Videos on 9/11 conspiracy theories. It would recommend you watch videos on uh, JFK conspiracy theories, and then you might keep going until you got to, uh, you know, things like flat Earth and stuff. And it was it was great. And there's still places out there that need to. They they all need some improvement. But places like uh, BitShoot and Odyssey and uh, Library, Rumble, stuff like that, where you actually have free speech. I think that these things, um, whether they are absolutely true or not, they are being suppressed and uh, they weren't dangerous. They weren't hurting people. People weren't being harmed by thinking that the earth may or may not be flat. I know that they'll tell you that that's some sort of crazy QAnon, which is white supremacist which is alt-right which is neo-nazi which is nazi or whatever thing but they're actually just people who don't care about your fucking politics game and they're just digging into things 99 of the time and sometimes they're wrong and sometimes they're right but you're not doing the research you're not doing the digging you're not even watching the video as much less doing the experiments. so maybe maybe just watch them and see what they have to say before assuming the worst about people because uh the overlords and the literal illuminati shadow governments at youtube uh don't want you to see them for, for me that uh, that only uh, makes me more interested so look
0: absolutely absolutely i couldn't agree more always look at anything with an open mind and just be willing to accept or not accept what you're being told based on your own logical conclusions like if you look at it and you're like this is nonsense then so be it if you look at it and you're like oh my god this might be completely true then it's like cool go with that as well but to just completely right. shut down something without even looking into it is definitely not the move. Uh, I think that it's the that's not moon landing scientific could have either. Been... <laughs> it's not no, like scientific.
1: Yeah. It's not honest. It's not anything that our whole paradigm of society is based on, like the exploration, mm-hmm. the the scientific research. We've thrown that all out the window. You are just to believe what you're told. And
0: uh, if you don't, yep. then
1: you're evil. Mm hmm.
0: And I mean, that's what a lot of science is, too. Like, a lot of what we take is, like, scientific fact, is scientific theory. It's like, yeah, we have these theories that say we know how the universe works, but we have no fucking idea. We have no clue. You think in the last 50 years that's been this massive technological advancement that we just all of a sudden figured all this shit out and, like, it's completely accurate? It's like, no, we can't even fucking figure out how to not bomb our neighbors. You think that we understand the way the universe works? I highly doubt it. Um, It
1: it was like, what, four or five hundred years ago, it would have been considered a absolutely outlandish, crazy, heretical conspiracy theory to believe that the Earth was round. So maybe maybe we just don't know everything. And that's okay.
0: Yeah. And that's all right. Yeah. Yeah. I think the moon landing could have been a cultural psyop to win victory the same way Osama bin Laden was like it was a victory that the government needed to continue to have society be on their side and root for them and think that they were progressing humanity forward or progressing civilization forward. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, it's really fascinating stuff. Dan, what keeps you positive on a day to day basis?
1: Oh, conversations like this, I suppose. Um, talking to people who aren't aren't broken quite yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, we're all a little bit broken, but people yep. who aren't like mentally broken, people who can uh, see reality and at least question the things that they're being told and see through the veil a little bit. That's the, I mean, the, the, I, I always try to try to stay positive to some degree. It's getting harder as, as time goes on. I'll be honest. But uh yeah, talking to guys like you um and realizing that there are other people pushing the message out there of just like waking up, like it doesn't matter what side of the political spectrum you land on just waking up to the reality that things aren't what we're being told. Like, I, I want to say things aren't what they seem. Things are what they seem. You're just not looking at it. Like you're just reading the headlines. Things are exactly what they seem, which is really fucked up. But you you just don't want to know because you're just reading the headlines and uh, only believing what you're told. So, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. T- talking to people and um, uh, finding out that uh, you're not alone in this uh, crazy, you know, batshit land of... Um, complete inversions and satanic nonsense uh, is nice and refreshing. And I keep doing it, man.
0: It's been fun. I couldn't agree more. Dan, thank you so much for joining me today, man. I really appreciate it. I appreciate your time.
1: Yeah. Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it.
0: No worries. Dan Smots, ladies and gentlemen.